from Nuthouse Studios in gray and grimy Lexington, Kentucky. Black Lot Moon Productions presents Bluegrass Homefront. This is Bluegrass Homefront Season 2, Episode 5 for the week of February 21st, 2021. My name is Tiny Bryan and I am your host. With me as always is Victor. Victor, have you shoveled out your driveway completely? I have not. It is uh you said it's gray and stuff out, but the uh the good old sun's shining a little bit. Yeah, it is start you know, and, it's warmed uh, up, but as always has to happen, you know, it's it's been rainy. So it's uh so it's it's all kind of just gray well, and sloppy and, and terrible as always happens after it gets white and beautiful and thick. Yep. And it's been uh, so cold that it's not melting. Like it's kind of slicked it up today, and and the the stuff above the pavement is like another layer of pavements if it's you know slick ice. Yeah, except it's it, it's uh, it's fall on your asphalt. Right, that's it. So uh, yeah, it's been a cold week, but uh, so if you're into you know UK sports though, it's been kind of it's a great been, week. It's been pretty great. They uh, took a little trip down to Tennessee and stayed for a few days. And uh, Wednesday night took care of Vanderbilt by two points. Yeah, they seem to have gotten their groove back. And, and then somehow another yesterday, by some miracle, they went into Knoxville and played the Volunteers, which is a ranked team, and uh, pretty much handed that ass to them. Yeah. You know, it was a pretty great game. Yeah, so. the Volunteers fell on their asphalt. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did. So that was a pretty great, pretty great game there. Yeah. And uh, so have you heard about this uh, this video that Louisville – that that got released of the Louisville coach. Is that the one where he was like behind the other guy talking? No, he wasn't behind. The, there was a football guy behind him. Yeah, oh, Drew okay. Franklin of Kentucky Sports Radio, mm-hmm. friend of the show. Right. Uh, he released this video with the caption, Welcome to the Rivalry, where, uh, and the guy basically says, Who's the guy who went to the Knicks? The coach. Oh, uh, uh, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Payne. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Payne. Payne yeah. Says that Kenny Payne was the only, is the only reason that Calipari was winning. And he's like, In the, in the in the era since uh, Kenny Payne in the post Kenny Payne generation, it's O and forever. Ooh, yeah. So okay. uh, so he's just basically talking some serious smack. I, I don't and, think uh, Kenny Payne was with Cal at uh, Memphis or UMass. So no, says a know. man. And, and <laughs> as the the writer who actually wrote it up for uh, for one of the where I read it says, you know, this is a coach who's never been to the Final Four saying these things too. So. It's hilarious. You know, we had no real reason to dislike that Louisville coach. You know, here on here on Homefront, we try to stay kind uh, of neutral. What's his name? Uh, Mac? Uh, yeah, Freddie Mac? No, no. that's somebody else. <laughs> Chris Mac. <laughs> Chris Mac. Yeah, but, Freddie Mac is somebody but different. But he, co- he used to, before Louisville, he was coach at Xavier. And uh, the you hear through the grapevine around, you know, the Cincinnati area, he's kind of a dick. So Well, I think he know, just proved it. And so I just proved thanks it, for. Yeah. Thanks for giving us a little energy there. No, we good. Needed. We like a guy like that to be coach at Louisville and, you know, spice up that uh, that rivalry, you know. Well, and as I as I am – if there's one thing that I am that I should be known for saying about Kentucky sports, if I'm known for saying anything, which I don't think I am, but someday maybe I'll be known for saying there is no story about Kentucky sports that doesn't either start or end with disrespect. That's true. Like we 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 are always being disrespected. That is just the nature of being us. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's that. So you know, thank you, Kenny Payne, for being exactly what we needed you to be. So. Oh yeah, Kenny Payne is is awesome. Oh wait, and, no, I'm sorry, I meant Chris Mack. But oh, Chris Pack. Yes, oh, Chris Kenny Mack, Payne oh. is awesome. Yeah, Chris, I was going to say Kenny Payne's awesome. Yeah, even, but even though he's not you know with, with the anymore. Knicks, but 
you know, boo the well, dad. But, I, the, but the he, K in the Knicks for Kentucky is hey, what he's they're, doing. They're so. doing well. They're doing yeah. way better than they have. They've been pretty shitty since the 90s were over. Yeah. So. But, and then Chris Mack, just to, just to the, wow, the chef's kiss of this, <laughs> you, this disrespectful video as he goes out. And, but, but you can about guarantee, though, Cal won't watch it, you know. At least oh, no, at least Cal's not even heard about you it. You know, he'll, he'll tell you he had to watch it. He what, doesn't, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? As far as he knows, Louisville doesn't have a coach. <laughs> right. You know, what are you saying? <laughs> But the chef's kiss is that Louisville, after doing that, and we try to root for Louisville on this podcast. We're mm-hmm. both Kentucky fans, but mm-hmm. the editorial decision of this podcast is that we're neutral on the subject of Louisville. Sure. But it was kind of nice to see them go out and get their asses handed to them. Oh, boy. They got beat down by like 40 it's like, all to right. the Tar Heels. And the Tar Heels haven't been doing that great either. You know, like none of the marquee teams are ranked right now. So No. And, uh, just as we kind of gotten our groove back and started putting, you know, putting together a couple of good wins in Tennessee, and mm-hmm. we're now we're now three out of the last three. Yeah. So all that's working, and and Louisville to just fall on their face, and I understand that we finally. So how's Western doing? So I did look up in uh, on them a little bit, and it's Rick, Rick Stansberry that is their coach, and uh, he, they're they're doing well. They're like second place in Conference USA, and. Uh, it's one of those conferences they need to win the tournament to make the tournament. But if they go, if they do make the tournament, then watch out. They're they're a team. They'll come in about a twelve, thirteen seed, and uh, you know how those seeds are. Mm-hmm. So and, and uh, are they are they technically a mid major? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I I never know what the difference between just a small. It's kind of like the smaller. But they're still considered Division One, right? Correct. Yeah. See, that's where I lose it. Is you know Division One goes all the way down to. Well, it goes D one, D two, D three. Division well, yeah. one, division two, and then then you, then you get uh, smaller than that, which is the NAIA, which is what Georgetown College and, and Trancy, uh, Trancy, and Pikeville's in that. Is, does Bellarmine go to that? No, Bellarmine's actually now in. Aren't one, they in? Aren't they with they've us? They've stepped up. Yeah, they're. Uh, I wish you hadn't asked me. They they stepped up to the more of a higher conference. Yeah, that's so. There's our there's like our they next. have a chance. I think they're D one now. They actually have a chance to make the tournament because they were talking about that on the. Uh, you know, on KSR. Right. So there's another rule for our drinking game. Every time Tiny Bryan asks Victor a sports question, he doesn't immediately know the answer for drink. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I don't know that much about sports. Well, I'm, that's what makes I'm, it a fun drinking I'm game. pretty versed in basketball. That's about it. Oh. All so right. it's all in all, you know, the blizzard is passing. Hopefully we got warmer days ahead of us. And if you're a Kentucky sports fan, it's been a pretty good week. Yep. Yep. So, uh. You know what goes good with a good week? Some music. Some good music. Mm-hmm. So what you got for us yep. to start us off? Some good music. Just enjoy this.
Welcome back, Bluegrass Homefront. This is Victor with Tommy Bryan. Yo, <laughs> trying to mock my. I did. I did make it a little deeper for the introduction, don't I? For some reason. <laughs> but anyway, so in that first set of music, we heard Frigid Kitty with Gasoline. Well, well, that's not a, that's not what a Frigid Kitty would. Say. I don't know. I mean, meow. <laughs> don't make fun of Frigid Kitty. She's a, I like she's Frigid a, Kitty. She's a really nice lady. No, that's that, a great. That, that's a great that, tune. And that just, song is awesome. But Frigid Kitty just makes me happy. And that was followed by Letters of Acceptance with Inside Empty Eyes, and finally John Haywood with Johnson's Old Gray Mule. <sighs> So, hope you enjoyed that as much as I did the first time uh, I heard it. Like, I literally busted a gut laughing so hard. I just couldn't do it. I'm pretty sure the first time we, we sat in your garage last summer. Yeah, I think that. Because uh, that it, was one of the first songs we got. I mean, and I don't get tickled like that much, but I sit there and laugh. Till I, I think I, I actually tears fell out of my chair. Yeah. <laughs> I may have had to actually kind of stand up because I was about to knock myself in the floor. But that that's a pretty great. And, and you know what's great about that song is it's a funny story, you know, because you know, all, yeah, the, all, the, all the holler folks going together to watch the old gray mule tell them a song, you know. <laughs> it's, it's just hilarious. <laughs> it's like, all right, John. Yep. Uh, we got to get back to Whitesburg sometime soon. Well, need need some tattoo work. That's always the excuse to go see John. Is you need need a tattoo? No kidding. He's a wonderful artist, along with the uh, being a very talented musician on that banjo for sure. Yeah, his uh, his parlor room tattoo studio there in there in Whitesburg is a is a great visit. It, Just, it really is. It's, we had such a fun time there last season. We got to get we got to find a reason to get back there. Oh, we will, for sure. So, uh, but so our let's get into our artist interview today. All right, and. and uh, which is uh, we start is this gentleman is, or hails from uh, which is apparently the, a place we're going to visit a lot this season. Well, we already have. Yeah, we've already been there. We're going to go back. <coughs> it's a like Somerset. Third time we've been to Somerset. Yeah, this guy he's a Somerset native, a guy mm-hmm. named Sam Phelps, mm-hmm. and uh, has lived all over. He has, and currently lives in Brooklyn. Yep, for you the know, last, in New York. Last few years, and <clears throat> excuse me, there, and he's trying to make a musical career. Yeah, and uh, we will, uh, as we normally do with these, we'll have a song from him afterwards. But mm-hmm. uh, so the uh, yeah, he's a, he's a pretty good musician, and it was an interesting conversation we had, obviously via Zoom because we don't have the travel budget to go to Brooklyn. No, nope. but we did talk via Zoom, and we hey. hope you enjoy it. All right, here's Sam Phelps. Hey, we're pleased to be joined at this time with Kentucky native and uh, country music artist with a brand new single, li- now living living in Brooklyn, oddly enough. This is uh, Sam Phelps. Sam, welcome to Bluegrass Homefront. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. So the, the first and most obvious question that I would have to ask is Brooklyn? Yeah, it was a, a weird spiraling series of events. I got, um, I spent a year in Austin, Texas, and uh, I was out there for a few short months, um, playing a little bit of music and mostly hanging out in a um, garage and drinking rum all day. <laughs> play a little music. And then uh, I went to, um, I had a, made a friend there who just invited me to Brooklyn. She said she had lived here for a few years and, and she um, wanted to move back and just randomly asked me if I wanted to go. It was very spur of the moment. I said, yeah. And when I, was uh, this? This was um, 2012. Okay. So, so eight years, so you were randomly asked to move to Brooklyn and eight years later, you're still there. Yep. Still here. That's the most, ra- that's the most sticky random thing I've ever heard of. So one thing I do want to know, just a side question, is Austin as weird as I've heard? Austin's pretty weird. Austin was great, man. Um, I've heard that, that Austin. pretty weird. Yeah, that Austin's a cool town. So you're originally from Kentucky, right? Uh, where yep, about? I was, where? Born raised, I was born and raised in Plaskett County. Okay, Somerset. 
Are you from Somerset? Yep. Or, okay. All yep. right. And uh, we'll, just we would like to thank you for continuing the fine Kentucky tradition of when you ask where you're from, you give not the city, not the post office, the county. Yeah, the county. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always do. Always. Well, good to have you. We've actually had some good luck in uh, Pulaski County recently. Uh, yeah, we just talked to Pulaski County natives Cody Lee Meese and the cast dad, Cat Daddies, so they will be on awesome. just before you. So. Great. I'm, I'm glad to hear, man, because when I was there, there wasn't, you know— um, a music scene music scene was um what little the music scene was was younger and now i'm sorry it was older and right. now it's good mm-hmm. to hear more and more young people involved in the music scene it's, it's crazy yeah we find there's a great kind of great moving growing music scene and all kinds of of creative things starting to happen here in kentucky and we're we're pretty glad to be a part of it so how long have you been playing music Sam? well since i was a kid 15 years 15 years old so Start with the guitar. Start with guitar. Yep, it's pretty much always been guitar. Mm. So and uh, and were you playing music in Austin? Is that kind of what you kind of what you've done throughout your adult life, or is this kind of a new thing? What are, what are we doing here? No, well, I'd say this, the singer songwriter stuff is definitely a new thing. All this stuff, it's I did it for a short. I tried to write songs for just a short while, one year. Didn't come out of the bedroom with it, you know. And then I, a couple years later, I tried to do it again. But every time I tried to write songs, I would just uh, I would just think of it all of a sudden, like, hey, I tried to write a song. And I would write songs for like a month, two months, and then I would just totally forget, quit, forget you could even write songs again. Wouldn't even think about it for a couple years. And then uh, this time, yeah, it was really odd. But I've always played guitar in bands, a lot of guitar for like rock bands and stuff, and all different types of rock bands, cover bands. Um, but man, just a couple years ago, a friend of mine just, uh, I was, I had a friend from South America who told me, she was just like, you know, you do this all the time. All you do is play guitar, sit in your room, play guitar. Um, you should make your own EP. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I thought about it for two or three days. Didn't think nothing about it. Um, didn't think too much about it, but it was just, it wouldn't leave my mind. And then um, I had a piece of paper laying on the floor with like a chorus, a piece of a chorus written on it. <laughs> and uh, I just couldn't, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And I booked a studio and I had, didn't even have the songs written. I booked studio times. So I put the pressure on myself to like try to write as fast as I could. And I haven't stopped since. So you just released your, uh, was that your first EP? <clears throat> that was second EP. Your second, second EP, ah. okay. But you just released yeah. it in the last, what, week or so? Yeah, I think, very, yeah, probably two weeks ago, tops. I um, I was really confused, you know, because I've traveled around a lot and, been, you know, I spent some years in Cincinnati and, like I said, Austin and other places. So, I, you know, I didn't have any direction when it came to, like, writing songs. I just now finally got some direction. It's going to be some more country, Americana that's the only way I feel like I'm doing the right thing. I'm telling the truth, you know, being honest. So as someone who uh, I, I, I putter around with writing some things occasionally myself, I'm curious where how you finally kind of, because your description of kind of locking in for, you know, a few weeks or locking in for a month and being kind of creative and then sort of losing that drive, That's a I, I feel that. That resonates with me even though I don't really write songs. So I'm curious what finally helped you kind of lock in and stay in the groove on finding ways to express yourself in writing. I guess it was finally just, uh, I think it was a mixture of things. It was, uh, you know, always being put in bands and, you know, you're at the mercy of one person wants to quit, the whole thing falls apart, or you get pushed to the back. As a guitar player, especially, we're a dime a dozen, you get pushed to the back, and it just, you leave, I always leave there feeling sensitive, like feeling, you know, it was all of myself probably, but then... Uh, this mixture of all that stuff and then finally just having a few people saying that you know your stuff's your stuff's pretty good you should try it you should keep trying to do it yourself and um, i'm just i'm still trying to get better still continue trying to write and get better do you find there's a lot of play oh well, okay so let's just you know i know the last year has been plague world so nothing has happened especially you know i hear new york is getting it a little, a little it had it a little rough up there about the boroughs so uh, etc 
excepting 2020 and what we're into in 2021 thus far, have you had many opportunities to play? Do you find there's a large market for this sort of Americana country music in the Big Apple? Unfortunately, right when I was ready to start playing my stuff, it's kind of, I did some, you know, I did very few shows, like a few open mics and stuff, and it was good. And I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure there's a market for it out there because there's everything here. But um, I didn't get to participate, man. I know there's a, I would say though there's a market for everything here. Sooner or later, man, sooner or later, we'll get, yeah. we'll, you'll get you out there. But yeah, you, you assume there's got to be a market for just about everything in a city of 7 million people. So Yeah, yeah. So, I hear there's a couple bluegrass bars that are really like uh good pretty legit i hear a few spots in brooklyn i never got a chance to go to any of them yet but um it would make sense you know people here from everywhere absolutely so how long have you been out of kentucky when did you leave wow i think i left kentucky in 2005 been a while okay that's that is a good while you ever yeah. come back any i come back some i don't come back as much as i'd like to um you know i was running around man trying to run and living life running uh, trying to figure out what i was going to do and now i get to where i the last couple of years, I've like really just wanted to start going back more. And mm -hmm. well, it's been not a possibility. I mean, there's, I'm scared to go there to make someone sick because first we got it really bad, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. I was terrified to go anywhere. I didn't want to make anybody sick, kill somebody. And then uh, now it feels like the roles are reversed. Like we're pretty clean. I heard you guys are hit pretty bad, right? It, it got it's pretty getting improved. Yeah, it was, yeah, late, late January was, was tricky to be sure. Yeah, but the last like, week or two it's gotten a lot better even be good enough to what we're talking about letting the kids go back to the in-person uh oh. by march so so yeah we're we're slowly clawing our way back out of it as we start to to get some uh, some vaccines or some yeah vaccinations and everything so yeah. hopefully we'll be okay and and we really want to we we look forward to getting some of the live music going again and we feel like there's a lot that 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 kind of lives in that moment and it we need that back as a as a society, not just here in Kentucky, but in Brooklyn too. So yeah, when, man. when we do go back to uh, actual live music, you plan on hitting the road a little bit to promote your I work? I do. I want to really bad. I might get burned out on it quick because I've never really got to do it, but I'm ready to do it. I have a few shows. I had a few shows booked. Um, I had one booked in Lexington and one in, uh, wow, I think it was Danville. I had a few little shows booked for early March, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to be able to do it now, unfortunately. Um, for a number of reasons, but um, February, March, April, May, May, they're trying to get me another run of shows down uh, closer to the south, down North Carolina, Kentucky, um, and I'm hoping that happens. Maybe by the end. Yeah, yeah, May sounds like it's a much more, well, and then especially if you can find things outside. By May, we'll be able to be outside again, and all kind, that opens up all sorts of possibilities again, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they announced that they're going to do, uh, it's more of a, of a rock show, but they're going to do Louder Than Life in Louisville uh, in September. And uh, I went to that the last time they had it, man. It was like 150,000 people. I know they won't have that many there, but just just the idea wow. that they're, they're willing to have that is, is sounds promising to me. Sounds encouraging. At yeah. The yeah. 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 So, uh, hang on. Lose you. I think you lost his train of thought there. My train may have derailed <laughs> slightly. <laughs> That's my last story. <laughs> Let's see. So you uh, you play guitar and you sing and you write and you've played like you've played in bands and kind of just been through bars and any kind of session work or anything like that? Or has it all just been sort of live kind of stuff? Not really session work. Um, mostly live stuff for sure, but all different types of um, rock bands for sure, cover bands and stuff. But it's mainly been all live stuff, not much session work at all. I know if you if you do if we do figure out a way to get you to start touring, we'd definitely love to have you here. And uh, when you come in Lexington, we'd love to meet you live and and definitely. be able to talk and 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 listen to you play some. And we're definitely gonna uh, so we're gonna play your the single that you gave us. You sent us a single, right? No, her. I'd say um, yeah. My 
Or was it the EP? Well, your your PR girl, her name's escaping me right now, but uh, she sent us three songs, and uh, we're definitely going to play. The yeah, that's the EP. Okay, so we're definitely yeah. going to play yeah. one of those. When we play your interview, we'll play one of your songs to go with it for sure. Great. So why don't you what, tell us about the tell us about the EP? Well, the EP was. Um, it, what first of all, what's it called? Let's let's give it a name and say it's called it's, talk, it's called talking to a friend. Talking and to the, a friend. Uh, yeah, and the um, the title track is the single off of it. Talking to a friend is the single off of the EP. Right, we were listening to it yesterday. I think we were, so. Yeah. That's a it's it's a nice uh, and um, <clears throat> any particular stories you want to tell about where these where the impetus for these songs came from? Any? I'd say the whole thing running throughout the track is uh, very. Uh, I mean, it's very uh, pandemic relatable. I'd say it's a lot of reminiscing. If I had to sum it up all in one word, it'd be a lot of reminiscing. It's pretty much there's not much uh, secret to any of it. If you listen to it, it's uh, pretty much all about reminiscing about people from the past. You know. Power um, nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. Um, I seem to ride that way a lot, though. Um, Seems like Americana music has a lot of nostalgia built into it. We're always kind of looking back fondly at things when we're singing in that mode. Well, it leads to the uh, the things. One of the things I like about good good country music and good Americana is is the story storytelling part of it. Mm-hmm. That, that's the only way I can write at this point well, is that, to tell a story. That's, that's what I tell Brian all the time. I was like, if the, if the song, whatever song, if it's rock, metal, country, whatever, rap, tell me something. I agree. So, yeah, I, I appreciate that about your song. We did get a resonance from that. Um, yeah, it yeah. did resonate, yeah, to, mm-hmm. to be sure. Right. I, when Whenever I think about that kind of thing, I always think about how fixated and, and obsessive with country music Malcolm Gladwell is. And mm. uh I, he he spent like half he's he's been down to Nashville four or five times for his podcast and will kind of just talk to the songwriters down there about how spe- specific all of the music is and so we we that's why we're always looking for what's the story here and what's the the details and but yeah I, I guess we all kind of are missing our friends here during the pandemic huh and and yeah I miss no I miss the world before plague world <laughs> yeah I, I think we yeah. all do. I'm sure Sam really feels it there in New York City for sure. You do, boys. I'm telling you, um, I wondered how much you felt it throughout the rest of the country, but here in New York, it is it has crushed us, man. You can, I mean, you it's in your face. You walk outside, it is really crazy. There's no getting together. There's no band practice. You're not gonna get together and jam with somebody. Um, I don't know that you can go anywhere and practice. I mean, yeah, it's it's really felt it here. Well, the the sure. difference for, with us, I mean, in season one, we did every interview we had in our whole first season, we did live. We did not do anything, any Zoom interviews, really, in our first season at all. And here, everything, and we've, we've yet to, to really, we had one person come into the studio thus, well, two. Well, in the whole band. Yeah, well, yeah, one band and then one guy. But really, <laughs> we've, we've been doing a lot of Zoom interviews and and. More, we, we really like to, like I say, we want to catch you when you're here and we want to meet with you live. And we, we like that kind of less digital conversation. But we, at this point, we're taking what we can get. So, yeah. yeah. And to be able to talk to you in Brooklyn, this is definitely a uh, this is definitely a necessity. And we're happy to be able to do it. So we're glad to yeah. have the tools, but uh, we would like to have more. We wouldn't like to have to use them for people who just live down the street. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So you're There's hoping. Some plus- hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're. I was just gonna say there's some good positives to it, but not many. <laughs> yeah. So you're hoping to tour this tour with uh talk with uh talking to a friend this summer, right? I think in like May, Hopefully. June. Hopefully. Well, we sure hope we'll get to hear we'll get to hear you down here in Lexington, and we'll 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 keep a spotlight warm for you here. Now, uh, I, I, now, now, Sam, where can uh, people go to check out this EP to purchase it? 
where can they follow you on social media? Give us your give us the details. It's on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. Um, EP. As far as follow me, the main thing I would say right now is Instagram mm-hmm. at Sam C Phelps Music would be the the main. I'd say where the most action is. Okay, um, that's Sam so C Phelps Music on Instagram, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I have a uh, Facebook as well. Uh, it's just under my name, Sam Phelps. All right. So just search for you on Instagram or Facebook with Sam Phelps or Sam C. Phelps, as the case may be. Yep. All right. Well, Sam, it has been great to talk to you today, and uh, we hope you guys stay warm up there and uh, stay healthy, and we hope to see you in here in the Bluegrass State before too long.
Are we going to do the whole song? Back to Bluegrass Homefront. This is Victor with Tiny Brian. It is. So in that last set of music, we heard Sam Phelps with Talking to a Friend. Speaking of Somerset, another Somerset friend. Kevin Dalton and the Tuesday Blooms with Wheelhouse. And Killy Killy with Less is More. Great set of music this week. Definitely interesting. 
There, there's some trends there that probably only I recognize. So, you know. Someday, well, no. Yeah, someday we'll have got, fan theories about how we pick all these well, things. Well, there you go. I'll tell you. So, Frigid Kitty and Killy Killy are both uh, females mm-hmm. for the front and the back. And then uh, uh, to end both sets, John Haywood and uh, Killy Killy are actually good friends. So, ah. there you go. So, yeah, that works out pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, with the, with the weather and everything this week, we had... I think three different interviews that we had planned for at you know to do weren't obviously going to release them all this week. Well, but, no, but we 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 did have a couple that we were planning to do to and have a second segment this week. But oh, I only remember one, but that's okay. If you tell me we had another one, we, we had other ones that yeah. Well, yeah, the weather's been terrible and, and I've been getting slammed at work, which is a great thing. Yes, you know we've been getting slammed at work, so but, I've, been, yeah, I've been working. Even so. if even yeah, even if it wasn't for that, the weather was kind of keeping it all from. In fact, we this is our first day back in the studio since since before, then and, uh, since before the weather. I've been out driving in it, driving around in it. So yeah, but that's been fun. I'm telling you. So, I had an idea. So, uh, you and I have a, a couple mutual friends on Facebook, and one of our mutual friends surely posted not. A, surely not posted a picture of a weird thing that they had gotten on their Facebook feed, mm-hmm. advertised from a company called Wish. Wish, okay, and you've heard of Wish, right? I've heard of it. Sure, they're the they're like Amazon, except they're they're shipping things to you from Asia, so it takes like a month, but they're really cheap, right? And often they have some weird stuff. Okay, yeah. So, like, in in fact, I love the hashtag Wish TF, like WTF, mm-hmm. but Wish TF, like right. Wish the what the right. So, in that spirit, what I did, what I've done this week while snowed in, uh. I have I spent some time on Wish. I actually okay. downloaded the app onto my phone. It has it has its own little app, and I, I spent some time searching for, um, searching. I, I spent some time searching Wish just for the word Kentucky. Okay, just looking, and it's like, what do they have on Wish for Kentucky? So we're, we'll talk. I've got a couple of these here, and uh, fried, well, fried some, of are, some of them are some of them are kind of interesting, and some of them are weird, and. Uh, Bourbon? So we'll talk about what what I found. Okay. There's definitely lots of bourbon okay, stuff. I yes. Figured, yeah. Yeah. There's every kind of <clears throat> bourbon glass and decanter and. Well, I was just trying to think, you know, in a in a worldwide sense, because you said it comes through China. Right. What, what's known about Kentucky in a worldwide, and I think that's probably the top three. Well, the fir- yeah, the first thing I did find when I searched for Kentucky was this, which is the Kentucky Fried Chicken logo as a face mask. Yeah, Colonel Sanders over a lady's face. And we'll post some pictures of these on our our socials, on our social media feeds, Facebook and Instagram. You can search for Bluegrass Homefront. You can find them there. And then here's the Colonel on a full T-shirt. Ooh, I would wear that. I bet you would. That's awesome. And uh, if if you're a little bit hot, then here's the Colonel on a tank top. Okay. So there's that. So the Colonel, and here's the Colonel on a hat. Colonel on a hat. So the colonel, the colonel features very prominently when you search for Kentucky stuff. He might be, outside of Muhammad Ali, uh, Kentucky's most famous Kentuckian. Yep. Maybe. So, oh, Harlan Sanders. And then it doesn't actually say Colonel Sanders, but oh, it actually calls it a Kentucky. It's a Kentucky string tie, folks. That's, oh, that's pretty nice. And it makes me think maybe I should have one. I mean, I'd rock it. I'm pretty I'm, sure you would. Yeah, put give me a collared shirt and use that instead of a standard tie. Yeah, like, especially if it's a Kentucky thing. I've got. I, I meant to look that up. Need a blue one. Need a blue one. Yeah, that one's kind of uh, Louisville-y. Yeah. <laughs> so there were some posters for Kentucky mute Kentucky movies. Okay. In those, can you guess any of those? 
Kentucky movies? Yeah, movies. Remember, I just searched for the word Kentucky. So, so what, it had to be in the title, maybe? Yeah. Oh, hell or it would be, it would, or like Kentucky Fried Movie. Okay. Saw that one. Uh, let's see. Kentucky Blue Streak, which I have mm-hmm. no idea what is. I don't really. And don't. then there's another movie called Kentucky Colonels with a K, okay. like, the, like the UK newspaper. Okay. So, and then the last one that I found is something called Gambling Story. Ooh. Yeah, and the, I'll actually, this, the, the tagline of this is, a true tale of three gamblers, the Kentucky Derby, and the Mexican cartel. So, it's Ooh. called The Greatest Gambling Story Ever Told. Well, I mean, they do want to, like, just have, in this good old commonwealth, just have, you know, the rich guys run the... Uh, Historic, you know, historic, the, 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 whatever they call it. The race, the, the, yeah, the, the race, race, the slot racing. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I, I was speaking of that, like I, we, we've talked about that stuff several times. Oh, yeah. And they're back at work now. I think we should maybe go over there and spend some, spend an evening at Red Mile and play some of that and actually kind of give it a fair shot. Get, give and, some commentary on and it. And see if it's actually fun. Cause I've never done it. I've never been inside the Red, any of those racing things. You've pulled a, you played slot machines. Never. Before. You've never played a slot. I machine. have never in my life. I've never been to Vegas. I've never been to a. I've, There's a, a gambling hotel right there in Tampa, the Seminole I, place. I've walked through it, yeah, but I never. You, you never know, stopped. And, I never stopped and played it. So you've know. been in the casino, and yeah, you, and you didn't stop. When I went and, to see Counting Crows, I, I stopped by the casino afterwards. I know, but you didn't. I mean, not even a quarter. I don't think so. I mean, and it's possible. Press the button and watch it go. Do, 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 and lose. And, yeah, no. you lose. Yeah, it's, it's you know. Uh, I mean, you didn't even, I guess you, I, I probably know you a little bit. You probably wouldn't be interested in the, like, the blackjack table. Or Honestly, that's when I went there. Mm-hmm. I, I had been watching. It was right after that. Because this was, uh, the only time I've ever been there is when I went and saw Counting Crows at the Hard Rock okay. there. I bet that was pretty awesome. It was. It was one of the best shows I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went to the Seminole afterwards right. and was walking around, had a meal, and you know, kind of did all that stuff. And World Series of Poker had just been come on TV, you know, the TV show. Right. About, yeah, they, and so yeah. I had it in my mind, a notion that I should play a little Texas Hold'em, but no, I, I was a big softy and didn't actually go try it. But I did walk around and look at a lot of gambling. But I, oh yeah, it's possible that I put some money but in a slot machine. The one time I, I don't remember it. The one time I was at that facility, I was too broke to gamble, so I sat there and drank uh, two dollar Heinekens. Sounds like fun. So let's. So that's all kind of the stuff that you would normally expect. Here's okay. Some, let's. There's some weirder stuff too. So, Back to wish. So yes, we're we're still talking about wish and weird things I found. Here's and I will definitely put a picture of this. Check this thing out. That was a UK pig. Yeah, it's a brown. Yeah, kind of a brown piggy bank, and it has look. It has whiskers. That is. Why does that pig have whiskers? I don't know. Pigs have whiskers. Do they? A little uh, bit. Yeah, they're just not prominent. Well, th- those look like cats' whiskers. It does. Meow. So I don't understand. We are the Wildcats. And there are, you can kind of see here, there are two UK maps. One of them is designed to hold beer bottle caps, and the other is designed to hold wine corks. Either one's pretty cool. Just to sort of display your alcoholism one way or the other. Right. And yes, there's every kind of alcohol thing you can imagine. Well, sure. I mean, so we are known for bourbon. And, oh, here's something. And for some reason, this, uh, this... just seems like the total thing that I would get for you. Con- a book of Kentucky word searches. Mm, I have no idea what's in there, but that just uh, 
Yeah, native birds, agriculture. Apparently, there's a whole topic about Loretta Lynn. Sure. Kentucky Art, the university. So just, I mean, you know, find words related to Kentucky. There's, there's factoids endless of Kentucky and, and like the weird things, you know, with the, the stoplight and happy birthday and all that stuff was invented here. You know, it's just, it's, it's bizarre sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and Mother's Day of all things. Mother's Day. So. <laughs> and the word shindig. And the word shindig, yes. Which comes from Pot County, which yes. comes from our home. Right. Yeah. We should put that on the sign. Welcome to Pot County, home of the word shindig. So yeah. here's the last one. You know, when you think of Kentucky, mm-hmm. and earlier in the show we talked about Kentucky sports and all that. When you think of those things, do you normally well, – let me just show it to you. Here, Here's a Kentucky sports-themed item that I find weird. Okay. What is that, like a – I think it's a bracelet. Baseball? Yeah, bracelet. it's a bracelet, okay. and it's got a U.K. kind of a, an Indicot that has like the U.K. Mm-hmm. UK logo on it. Right. And the bracelet itself looks like the— It's a baseball seam. Yeah, it looks like the seam of a baseball. Mm-hmm. So it's a Kentucky baseball bracelet. And So are we known for baseball? Is that what you're getting at? I, I, I would say we're not known for baseball. No, not really, no. I like, mean, with all, with all uh, due respect a, to uh, Mingione. Well, I mean— Actually, uh, this past season he didn't do so great, but like up until that, they were doing pretty great. Well, but la- this last season, you can, can be forgiven. Well, for apparently, uh, no, it was this season. Oh yeah, it got completely yeah, canceled it went this off, year. Well, right, but it went off the rails the season before that. But uh, I know, you know, they're in a really good conference in base mm-hmm. for baseball, the SEC, and and they they've always said that one of our problems is we're a little far north for baseball yeah we're, it's a little cold yeah a little cold for baseball but uh Mingion has been building the team up though we need to have a, a spring training facility somewhere we should make like georgia give us a corner of theirs oh okay well i mean we could use ours <clears throat> they did just build a, a new stadium over there you know for the baseball team. well yeah but the whole point is that you know it's cold so what they call it kentucky too- proud park I think. yeah kentucky it's beautiful i yeah. love that I, we got to go see some baseball well let's go we should take the show to go see a baseball game absolutely i'm sure isaiah will enjoy it so yeah we'll make malachi come he won't enjoy it but we'll have fun <laughs> watching him suffer oh he just that kid needs a lot nut for real no kidding Relax, Malachi. It's not that serious, dude. Yeah, it'll be okay. Enjoy to and, and learn how to take a good laugh. <laughs> All right. So, are we done? Uh, well, we're just about done. <laughs> oh yeah, you got to say you're. Uh, right. I've got I've got some things to say, and uh, we if you've got uh, if you have any comments today about what you've heard today, your mm-hmm. questions or concerns or complaints or well, one, one thing I'd like to hear some feedback on is is music. Yes, please so, let like, us know what you're thinking like, about music. Let us music. know what you think about the music, you know, and, and for real, I mean, I won't go and like blab it to the artist or whatever, but you tell me what you like and what you dislike, maybe why or why not, and and by all means, somebody, anybody, you know somebody that might want to be on the show, and, and uh, as I've tried to prove that I'll, I'll play about anything as long as it's, you know, a decent, decent song, and, and you know, I don't necessarily have to like that genre for me to play it, just as long as it's a good tune and it has a beat is what I go with. You know. So, yeah, and you can reach out to us uh, on social media, mm-hmm. on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We mm-hmm. check all those in- you can all those inboxes get checked if you message us. Sure. We thank everybody who has. We've gotten some messages here, here and there, telling us what they think and giving us a little, we usually some, just we, some encouragement. But we need some more, though. Yeah, we need some more feedback. And, you can, and if you want to just send us a little something longer or don't want to use social media, you can email us 
at our feedback email address. Victor, what's that email address? Feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. There it is. Feedback at bluegrasshomefront.com. So reach out. Let us know what you think of the music or anything else you have to comment on. We, we'd love to know. So Bluegrass Homefront is produced by me, Tiny Brian Woodard, with uh, Victor Anderson. He is our music supervisor. Our associate producer and editor is Malachi Woodard. Special thanks to Catherine Leon Anderson and Michael Trent. Uh, for You can get all of our episodes and more by visiting bluegrasshomefront.com. Mm-hmm. Until next time, this is Tiny Brian reminding you that the blinking light is only me. There's something in the air.